Today's New Testament reading is the first epistle to the Corinthians, the fourth chapter. This is how one should regard us, as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found trustworthy. But with me it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by any human court. In fact, I do not even judge myself. For I am not aware of anything against myself, but I am not thereby acquitted. It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore do not pronounce judgment before the time, before the Lord comes, who will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness, and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Then each one will receive his commendation from God. I have applied all these things to myself and Apollos for your benefit, brothers, that you may learn by us not to go beyond what is written, that none of you may be puffed up in favor of one against another. For who sees anything different in you? What do you have that you did not receive? If then you received it, why do you boast as if you did not receive it? Already you have all you want. Already you have become rich. Without us you have become kings. And would that you did reign, so that we might share the rule with you. For I think that God has exhibited us apostles as last of all, like men sentenced to death, because we have become a spectacle to the world, to angels and to men. We are fools for Christ's sake. But you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are held in honor, but we in disrepute. To the present hour we hunger and thirst. We are poorly dressed and buffeted and homeless. And we labor, working with our own hands. When reviled, we bless. When persecuted, we endure. When slandered, we entreat. We have become and are still like the scum of the world, the refuse of all things. I do not write these things to make you ashamed, but to admonish you as my beloved children. For though you have countless guides in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For I became your father in Christ Jesus through the gospel. I urge you then be imitators of me. That is why I sent you Timothy, my beloved and faithful child in the Lord, to remind you of my ways in Christ, as I teach them everywhere in every church. Some are arrogant, as though I were not coming to you, but I will come to you soon if the Lord wills, and I will find out not the talk of these arrogant people, but their power. For the kingdom of God does not consist in talk, but in power. What do you wish? Shall I come to you with a rod, or with love, in a spirit of gentleness? This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Brady Finnern. Grace and peace and mercy be to you from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. One Sunday after worship, a pastor walked out of the sanctuary with a little more Tap to his step. For this day, things went really, really well. He had had a good night's sleep, so he had more energy to greet people, to enunciate his words when preaching and reading scripture, 
and even pulled off a few witty words for announcements where people actually laughed at what he had to say. His sermon came together perfectly and was under the 12-minute rule for that church. The children's message had a load of kids, and the hymns he chose were sung with gusto. And he noticed on his way out that a few of his members were greeting visitors with care and love. What a wonderful day. I accomplished so much, he thought to himself. Don't you love it when things run smoothly? Whether it's at work, at home, at church, it makes you feel good that things are under control, that you have conquered the things that you are supposed to conquer, a project, a social gathering, a time with family. That we are doing well, we want to feel, that we have accomplished something. However, in almost an instant, thoughts and feelings of narcissism sneak in, almost out of nowhere. We start to think, you know, I am good at this, better than others, as a matter of fact. I don't understand why Joe over there doesn't do it as well. Actually, we think, I'm so glad that I'm not that, like that group over there because they don't ever get things done as well as I do. This can happen to us as Christians. It even happens to us as Christian pastors. We are supposed to be stewards of the mysteries of God, that Paul tells us. But our sinful self begins to stop thanking God for what just happened, to thanking ourselves for all that we have done. Paul addresses the church in Corinth by hitting to the heart of a narcissistic, arrogant streak within the congregation. He uses sarcasm to make his point. He says, We are fools for Christ's sake, in reference to the apostles and pastors, but evidently you are wise in Christ. We supposedly are weak, but you are strong. You are held in honor, but we are in disrepute. The people in this church love order, strength, and wisdom to look good to the community. But this also led them to think more highly of themselves than they should. While the pastor was standing in the narthex, making his rounds after worship, a lady approached him who was visiting for the first time. She said, Pastor, I thoroughly enjoyed today's worship service and wanted to speak to you about becoming a member. The pastor replied, Well, thank you. What did you enjoy about today's worship? His mind went through a litany of accomplishments as he asked this question. He thought about the great energy that he had, the great sermon that came together, the wonderful hymns, the children's message, the food that was about to eat. But she said, you know, the best part was you said something I've never heard before. When you said, as a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, not my own, I therefore forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Paul exhorts the Corinthians in verse 20 to the heart of the Christian life. For the kingdom of God does not consist in talk, but in power. And the power he speaks of is the word of the cross. As Paul says in chapter 1 of the same epistle, For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Saved by the power of Christ's submission to the cross and by the power of his resurrection. The church will not always run smoothly, and it may even seem foolish to us and to those in the community, but our focus is as stewards of the precious mysteries by preaching Christ and the cross and forgiving in his name. Lord, we repent for giving glory to ourselves, 
Keep us anchored in the power of the cross and lead us to give thanks to you at all times. In the name of Jesus, amen.